Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And welcome back in hour number two of the Outdoor Show. If you're just getting up, getting tuned in, and you uh, missed the first hour, well, we did mark your absence, so you'll get that on your report card. But uh, what you, we were talking about, uh, there's some high water on some of the roads. Uh, we've got uh, experiencing high tides associated with that tropical storm, Nesta, which kind of gave the Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama kind of a glancing blow, but brought the tides up. Uh, there are some problems with some uh, water in marina parking lots and on highways and roads. Be careful, particularly if you're headed down Highway 1 or in St. Bernard Parish. We're going to get a report on the road going down to Venice pretty soon. We're going to be talking to Brendan Bayard. He is fishing in the uh, the Fallen Tide Fishing Tournament that's going on down there at the Cypress Cove Marina. We're also going to get a report from Mike Gallo and check out what's happening around the north shore of Lake Pontchartrain area. And we get some more reports from down in Plaquemines with uh, Captain Ryan Lambert. So stick around for that. Did want to talk to you deer hunters for a second. Uh, this got some uh, publicity, but I don't think it got near enough because a lot of people are unaware of this. Uh, the Wildlife and Fisheries Department passed a emergency uh, ruling at their July meeting that changes the deer urine ban for this upcoming season. And this is all in an effort to prevent chronic wasting disease. I know a lot of deer hunters like to use deer urine as an attractant, particularly during the rut. But uh, since they now have testing procedures that are available to, to companies that manufacture the deer urine sense that to detect presence of CWD in it, uh, the law says now it is unlawful to use or possess scents or lures that contain natural deer urine or other bodily fluids while attempting to take, attracting, scouting wildlife, except natural deer urine products produced by manufacturers that are enrolled and participating in the program, which is uh, has tested and passed the test uh, for no detectable levels of CWD, and it will be marked on the label. Now, i got to tell you, I was in a sporting goods store this week and noticed on the shelf there's a lot of them that do not meet the current law. Now, it is not illegal for them to sell it. It's illegal for you to use it or possess it. So it's up to you. It's your responsibility to make sure if you're using a deer scent product made with deer urine, uh, that it has a seal on it, a a statement on the label, that it is CWD-free. Please be aware of that, Uh, not only because it's the law, but we really need to do everything we can to prevent chronic wasting disease from getting into Louisiana. has not yet been detected and hopefully it'll stay that way. All right, uh, getting back to my text message uh, board, we got this one. We've been cleaning up the blinds and getting ready on the agricultural lands at the north end of White Lake Refuge in Vermilion Parish. 
Speckle Belly started showing up last Saturday. That's from Steve Oates. Thank you, Steve. Uh, I have been getting reports that Speckle Bellies, uh, for some reason, have uh, come down a little bit early, and they're in some pretty good numbers in a number of places, also up in that North Louisiana area around Mer Rouge. Uh, here's a question. Is there really a duck shortage? Last Thursday, going up Oak River, as the boat moved, I saw over 1,000 ducks that would start flying as I passed them from the single pipeline going north. Now, that is in the... Uh, Delacroix area, for those of you not familiar with Oak River. Um, you know, seeing those birds now is not a foolproof indication that there's no duck shortage. There's going to be ducks, particularly before the season starts, as they start arriving on these fronts where you'll see them. But uh, the, the, the nesting um, surveys are still above the long-term average. But in Louisiana, uh, there has been a steady decline for a number of years in the duck migration. And again, I want to direct you to watch that that video that's on my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com, and it's entitled, Where Are the Ducks? The Real Answers. And there's some very compelling uh, evidence and statistics that, that point to there's a real problem and there's some migration uh, patterns being altered, uh, some naturally, some, I believe, to some degree, artificially, and we'll talk a lot more about it. But if you've got 30 minutes and, you know, it takes 30 minutes to watch any TV show, this one is worth watching if you are a waterfowl hunter. Again, it's on my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. And i got recipes and all kind of stuff there. All right, here's Elliot. He wants to know if the fish are biting at the wall on Bayou Bend Avenue. Ask and you shall receive because the guy i got coming up next, Mike Gallo, he's probably got the answer for you. Back with Mike's fishing report and a whole lot more coming at you right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque. Radio Network. And we talked to Captain Mike Gallo of Angling Adventures of Louisiana. His reports each week are brought to you by CETO. What a great organization they are. They offer fuel drop if you run dry. They'll tow you in wherever you are, whenever you need it, 24-7, jumpstart you. And uh, what they're offering for $179 for a whole year. And, hey, Christmas is not that far off. What a great gift that makes for a boater that you know. Peace of mind. That's what you get. Rescue's only a call away. You can become a member by calling Captain Chris at 504-301-4545. He'll even talk fishing with you, too. Chris does his share of fishing. He'll sign you up, too, online if you just go to com. Captain Mike Gallo is with us right now. And, Captain Mike, uh, what did has Nestor left uh, any negative Don't effects over there in your area? I'm sorry, Don, I didn't hear you. I was saying the uh, tropical storm Nestor, this glancing blow, what did it do? Did it bring in some high tides or any specific problems or just putting up with a lot of water in places where you don't normally find it? We do have water a little higher than we normally do. Um, It hasn't been a big issue in that regard. The high water actually stays clean better than when it's low and windy. We have had quite a bit of wind uh, consistently out of the northeast, which has blown uh, quite a bit of water in, and that's where the high tides have come from. But we're still catching fish, mainly fishing in deep channels, Unknown Pass, Wrigley's Pass. The Pearl River system has been holding some fish. My best advice is when you find some, really work them over pretty good because there's not a fast, furious bite going on anywhere. I squatted yesterday in one area and uh, hammered out 25 trout and a couple of freshwater catfish fishing live shrimp on the bottom. Um, I did not try any of the shallower lakes 
you know, where I could put my back to the leeward shoreline, get a popping cork and, and drift with the wind. I just felt the wind was blowing too fast and the corks, you know, being um, influenced by the wind, it was best for me to anchor. So my last several days that I've gotten out have been anchoring and throwing a drop shot with live shrimp on the bottom has been most productive. Got it. Mike, I had a text or a listener wanted to know if there was any fish biting at the wall over by UB Avenue. It was a little early for that yet? Or have you been not been I did there? Not, I did not make it that far down. day before yesterday, I did fish in the intercoastal waterway. I made it as far as a deep hole by the pumping station. Uh, those that fish that area will know where that pumping station is along the uh, edges of the intercoastal waterway. I caught quite a few trout. The problem was I caught 10 to keep one. So we didn't stay very long figuring it would just be a waste of our bait. And we started moving back towards Wrigley's at that point. So as far mm-hmm. south as I've been has only been down by the uh, down by the pumping station. I would imagine it's similar as you get further down. Mike, is that that pumping station where you and I did the whitewater trout fishing trip? Not that far down. That one is actually in the intercoastal waterway. This one is, uh, well, I guess that one is in the industrial canal. Industrial canal, it, yeah. Right. We were by the Green Bridge fishing that one with the white water. It's not that far down. It's probably the same distance up the intercoastal waterway towards the chef from the wall. Mm-hmm. And there's a pumping yeah. station there that pumps water out of uh, New Orleans East. Mm-hmm. But there's a real deep Mike, hole uh, 40 feet deep. And those yeah. fish will get in there, you know, when you have weather systems. Right. So where where are you planning our trip for this coming week? we got a trip on the calendar I'm looking at, I think, Thursday. So what, what's it going to look like by Thursday, you think? I'm hoping the, the, the winds calm down. My, my best productivity has remained in the Biloxi Marsh for both redfish and speckled trout. Um, we can, if the weather doesn't allow us, we can go into the Pearl River system or even Unknown Pass, one of the deeper passes, and catch trout that way. Uh, we'll just see what the weather allows us to do. Uh, Mike, I know you're not a big fan of, of sheephead, but I was talking with Dudley uh, Vanderborn. He said, man, the sheephead are thick on the bridges right now. I saw Dudley yesterday, and he was doing the same thing we were doing, fishing some of the deeper channels. One day I had seven. I had seven sheephead one day. I want to say Sunday or Monday of last week, or this week, rather. Um, yeah, we. I haven't been to the bridges, but uh, we keep them. They've got beautiful white meat on the sheep head. you got to be a little careful cleaning them, but other than that, they're uh, a good catch. Yeah, he said they're pretty good size, too, you know, four pounds and up. Those are nice ones. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not as targeted as other fish, so they get big and plentiful, and I'll take a box of those. They make a great fish fry yes they do well mike anything else we need to know on this saturday morning the only thing i would like to say is when the water gets high a lot of the breeze that was on the shoreline floats off so just be careful as you're boating through the waterways there's lots of uh, lily pads in the wrigley's and the uh, pearl river area and um, don't assume that they are just lily pads Sometimes there are lily pads that's hung up on a log floating if you try to go over them. 
you could hit that log. So you just want to be really cautious and uh, make sure you're in water and not have anything floating that could injure your boat or yourself. Very good advice and probably going to be a lot more of those lilies as those high tides start to push out, too. A lot of that stuff's going to be coming out of the marsh and particularly the freshwater rivers and stuff. Mike, thanks for the report. If people need to get a hold of you and book a trip and find out about the Spots and Dots Lake House Lodge and all the wonderful stuff you got going over there, tell them all about it. Very simple. You can find me on all the social media networks. You can find me on Don the Outdoors Guy or the old-fashioned telephone, which is 985-781-7811. Someone told me you, you celebrated a birthday this week. What kind of cake did you have? I had lots of cakes. Some customers brought me cake. My wife made me some some uh, cupcakes. So uh, I had several types of cake, and you need that to maintain this figure of mine. Absolutely. <laughs> and that makes it well worth getting old when you get that kind of treatment, huh? Good deal. That's right. I got lots of well wishes <laughs> from friends, and I told them all that I didn't mind getting old with friends like those. Yeah, you got a grunt. You got a bunch of them out there, Mike. Mike, we'll see you this week, man. Let's keep our fingers crossed on the weather and hope we get some good fall fishing in, my friend. Thank you, Don. Looking forward to it. All right, see you then, Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. Guy fishes. He's got a boat. Will travels. What we call him. All right, coming back right after this, uh, we're going to get a paddler's report. Brendan Bayard, our field reporter, is down at the Fallen Tide. They might change the name of it to the Rising Tide. It's at Cypress Cove Marina. Understand they got a crowd of over 100 people going out. We'll find out what it's like down there right after this. And there's a lot of stroking going on down in Venice. It's the uh, annual Fall and Tide Tournament put on by the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. And they, in conjunction with Massey Outfitters with locations in Mid-City, New Orleans, Covington, Baton Rouge, they sponsor these reports. They've got the best fishing models from brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, and Native Watercraft. You can see them on their web at MasseyOutfitters.com. Or check them out on Facebook. And i got to tell you, I saw some of those Hobie Mirages. They were given away at the Star Awards Tournament for the kayak divisions. Boy, some fine watercraft. Brendan Bayard is down there in Venice. And, uh, Brendan, uh, we've been getting some reports about uh, flooded roadways and standing water on roads. Uh, what's the situation down there on Tidewater Road? Should I make my first cast there this morning on the road? Yeah, Tidewater is uh, dry, but uh, the the uh, Coast Guard road that goes to the marine has got about, I don't know, six inches of water in it. So, uh, you know, not terrible, but definitely you want to drive slow and not get a bunch of salty water on your undercarriage or your truck. Or uh, I think it's mostly probably river water, but a little bit of salt in there. Uh, the parking lot at Joshua's is flooded. Uh, the locks at the Empire Lock are closed. Uh, you know, there's high water everywhere down here. Uh, you know, guys are just going to – it's the same conditions for everybody. Uh, and we got a little west to this wind, so I think it's going to probably keep this water up as it uh, pushes uh, westward towards, westward towards the uh, levee and, and, and keeps it from dropping as uh, as much as a north or a east wind uh, on this side might as the tide starts to fall. Um, a lot of guys are having a lot of success up in uh, the northern part of the parish. You're probably going to have a lot of people fishing Port Sulphur, uh, Lake Hermitage, those kind of areas, kind of getting into the marsh, fishing the bigger bays over there. Uh, had reports of a lot of uh, trout being caught up there, but smaller. Uh, the reds are always plentiful up there, and then the flounder this year are really plentiful, so I expect a lot of slams today. 
Oh, that's really good news. This 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 uh, tournament, you need to put the three together: the slam, the trout, the redfish, and the flounder. And flounder is one that usually separates the men from the boys and the ladies from the girls. That's the tough one to catch. I'm glad that they're really showing up down there. Should make for a very interesting weigh-in. Yeah, we've uh, we've had really good flounder reports really everywhere. Um, you know, talking to people different areas. Uh, Grand Island's got a lot of flounder right now. Leeville. Uh, over in Big Lake, you know, in the ship channel, a lot of guys are catching flounder, and even in the lake along the edge of the lake. Uh, Big Lake's producing pretty good right now. There's a lot of boats working. You can uh, you can work those on the east side of the uh, the lake. Uh, Lafayette had a, uh, a slam tournament last week, and there were some li- nice slams caught. Um, so uh, we're we're uh, we're in the middle of fall fishing. The water's a little chilly over here. I got my jacket on. I'm just waiting for it to the haze to get a little bit brighter and. Uh, with this water a little chilly, I'm waiting for it to warm up just a hair so I can really start concentrating on on a trout this morning. Then I'll move on to my other two fish. Uh, hopefully it uh, works out. Well, very lucky that this tournament's going to get in because the way things were looking with that storm moving north, uh, but it kind of shifted to the east and allowed it to go on, so that's some really good news. Might make for a little bit more difficult conditions, but I'm sure there's going to be some nice fish coming in. What do you, What is your prediction for the, the slam today to win it? Um, I'm, you know, the trout are not too, too big that I'm hearing. And there's probably a couple of resident trout that somebody might stumble upon, but, you know, most of the trout are kind of capping out at the, you know, 15, 16-inch range. You know, I'm sure there's a couple of outliers out there. But if you couple that with, a, you know, seven and a half, eight pound red and then a, you know, 15 to 18-inch flounder, I think uh, that's as good as you can hope for. Uh, if you get luckier with a bigger trout, you know, it might, might get you into the 11, 12-pound range. But, you know, I'm thinking if you had over 10, you might be uh, in the money. And what's the first-place prize today? Is it cash payout? The first-place prize is a pro angler kayak. Second place is a Hobie Compass. And third place is $1,000. So uh, some pretty good prizes up for grabs, and they pay out yeah. top five in the slam. And then there's individual fish uh, prizes as well for biggest trout, biggest flounder, biggest red, spotted redfish, ladies' division, kids' division. So got a lot of prizes for everybody. Yep, and we'll have the results next week. Uh, before you go, uh, Captain Kirk Stansel, Hackberry Rod Gun, gave us a really good report on Big Lake. So the fish are everywhere. Are you hearing anything for the kayakers over there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, uh, you know, it's really turned on last week with that Lafayette uh, Slam Tournament. A lot of guys were all over the lake catching fish. Uh, you know, a lot of the guys that I'm talking to are fishing on that east side, that that uh, Crab Lady area launch that you can get up mm-hmm. into, like, the kind of northeast corner right above commissary point just kind of working those reefs uh, you know looking for that big trout this time of year you know they start showing up on those flats and you just kind of have to go out there a few trips grind it out you never know when the you know seven eight pound trout's going to bite so that's what people kind of live for this time of year so should be uh, any Very day good. now Great report, Brendan. Don't want to hold you up. I know you're ready to go. Good luck to you on the tournament, and uh, we'll be looking to see if you're in the money next week, my friend. All right. Thanks, Don. Take care. Bye. All right. Brendan Bayard, one of our field reporters. Next week we'll have uh, Captain Eric Mahabarak. They alternate each week and give us our paddler slash peddler report. And if you haven't done any kayak fishing, it's a whole lot of fun, let me tell you. All right. Coming back right after this. Ah, uh, yeah, you know what time it is. Bad boys of the outdoors. Also got an update from uh, Louisiana Operation Game Thief. That's the organization that pays out cash rewards to citizens who make reports. Uh, they're considered informants. Some of them turn down the money. 
Some take it. We'll tell you what they paid out and what kind of offenses were written. And this week's pair of bad boys, and I want to get your take on what is the motive for doing that kind of stuff. We'll be right back. It's the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Well, the Louisiana Operation Game Thief, a nonprofit organization that awards money to citizens who uh, give tips on outdoor illegal activities, uh, they awarded $3,950 to citizens at their quarterly meeting recently. Uh, they had a total of 12 cases that they reviewed that came from informants. 27 subjects were apprehended. A total of 62 offenses with those cases included deer, migratory game bird, alligator, oyster, and fishing cases. And some people accept the rewards. Some people don't even ask for it. If you do want to collect a reward and be an informant, they have a coded way where you are not identified by any means. You give them the information, they assign you a number, and they'll give you your, get your money to you in a way that is uh, where you continue to remain completely anonymous. And that phone number to call to report that is on the back of your hunting or fishing license. It's 800-442-2511. Uh, they also have a tip program where you can text LADWF and then you you tip it to you ta- you ta- text your tip to 847411 uh, or you can download the LADWF tips iPhone and Android apps and you've got it right there. Uh, the funds come from private organizations, individuals and associations like uh, QDMA and uh, Turkey Federation and others and that money is offered to help put uh, some of our outdoor violators uh, in, well, some of them, very few of them go to jail, but most of them get stiff fines like our ones this week. And I'm going to be right back to tell you the story of a couple of guys up north Louisiana and then ask you, what makes people do this? We'll be back to do that, but first we let our local stations identify themselves along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. A Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agent was on a night patrol in Concordia Parish when he heard a gunshot from a high-powered rifle around Bodark Road. The agent found a truck parked in the woods containing fresh blood in the truck bed. Dum-da-dum-dum, yep. The agent then made contact with one Zachary Duncan who admitted to killing a 10-point buck, 10-pointer, at approximately 3.20 a.m., and hiding it in the woods. The agent also found Hunter, yeah, that's really his name, Fry, in the field adjacent to where the deer had been shot. The agent seized the antlered deer as well as a thermal-scoped AR-15 that was used to kill the deer. He proceeded to cite the pair for hunting deer during illegal hours from a moving vehicle. Duncan, who was the shooter, was also cited for discharging a firearm from a public road hunting without a resident or big game license, and failure to comply with deer tagging requirements. Throw in a civil restitution for a 10-point trophy whitetail, which is valued at $2,033, along with the maximum criminal fines. All that adds up to a possible $4,283 in total fines and 120 days in jail for Zachary Duncan, 26, of Jonesville, and Hunter Fry, 24, of Monterey, are bad boys of the outdoors. Now, my question to you is, what is it that makes someone go through all that trouble, go to high technology, a thermoscoped AR-15, drive down a road, stick the gun out of the window of a vehicle, pull the trigger, and kill a 10-point trophy deer? 
The challenge of the hunt is gone. I can't believe these two guys, that's the only way they could get something to eat. With the amount of money they invested in the equipment, certainly that's not a consideration. People go out to to get into nature and, and become part of the natural food chain. All of that is lost. What is it? Is it just peer pressure? Is it bragging rights? Greed? What is it that makes somebody go through all of that? Now face jail time and over $4,000 in penalties to kill a 10-point deer, to put it on the wall, to brag about it? You tell me, 870-870, what do you think it is that provides that kind of motivation? And I'll tell you what, if you go to my website, 34-year-old Jeffrey Effler of Denham Springs, we got his picture up there. We put a face to go with the bad boy story. Remember on October 5th on our show, he stole those rods and reels that were going to be prizes for a wounded veteran's benefit. They were sitting in the back of an open pickup truck. He was caught on video doing it, admitted to it, and was caught with the goods. And I asked you what were some of the penalties if you were the judge you would assign. Some some of you are pretty tough. Anyway, you get to take a look at him. He's our radio photo at DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. And coming back after this, Ryan Lambert joins us. We're going to get some more high-water fishing reports down in Plaquemines Parish from Captain Ryan Lambert and also get his estimation on If this will do any damage to the SAV, submerged aquatic vegetation, that our waterfowl needs so badly. We're back with his report after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. He not only throws plastic, he shoots steel, and he's a heck of a golfer. He asked the folks at Grand Ridge uh, Golf Club. He won the championship there. Ryan Lambert's our guy. (laughs) Ryan, how you doing this morning? Man, you're going to get me in big trouble. (laughs) Why? It's the truth. Oh, Lord. They know I don't play golf. <laughs> uh, yeah, you just keep sandbagging. You know, they won't mess with you again, I can tell you that. Hey, look, what's the water situation down there? It's all right. It's switching to the northwest right now, so it's going to go down. I, I hope it hurries because uh, the longer that salt water sits in that grass, the worse it'll be. Of course, the river's at eight foot, so that might help. Uh, you know, it really blew hard out the east yesterday and brought that water up. And, but the river's eight eight foot, so it might keep, keep pushing it out, so it doesn't kill out aquatic vegetation. Can you believe this again at the end of October? Yeah, it seems like we always get a late one, you know. But this one may not be that bad. And like you said, if the river's high, a lot of fresh water going to be in there, so maybe we won't have the damage. Uh, we've been talking a little bit about storm minnows, and you've got a lot of experience with those guys down there. Have you seen any this year, or could this be the oh, thing Lord. that pops they, them out of around, their holes? They've been around for two weeks. Uh, the boys, the boys were using them for bait. I mean, they was they were hammering the reds with them. You know, they, they was everywhere. And then uh, they actually caught them even two nights ago. They still caught them. So yeah, they've been using them. They've been around for a while. I hadn't seen big, you know, swaths of them since you know this week. But they were still around enough to where they went and, and caught them at night. They caught them. So uh, they, redfish got, can't stay you, off. You you got to have your ladies cook some for us. and it got to be good. I mean, everything just goes into a frenzy eating them. You know, have you ever eaten one? I tell you, yeah. No, no, no they're kind of little. <laughs> I guess we can feel like one and try oh, there's it. There's enough that's of a, them. It's there's a pretty fish. Them. People don't know how pretty they are. That's a beautiful oh, fish. They, be- yeah. they belong in a tropical aquarium. They're gorgeous. But, yeah, uh, they got to be tasty. With all the you blue know. spots and stuff. I mean, they're pretty. I don't know. Next time the boys bring them in, I'll feel like one and try it. I'm yeah. all for we'll it. eat anything. <laughs> we all fall. The, the fish has been pretty good considering, and they, they caught trout yesterday too. Even you know, it's blowing 25 miles an hour, and 
You know, the trout just finally moved in because the water finally cleared up so good with this uh, northeast wind, you know, continually from the same direction. We've got some good water. And uh, we've been sight fishing reds, you know, plenty, plenty of fish, but it's been very difficult with the with the weather. We're crushing the bull reds and Jack Craval too with the customers that want a big fish, and uh, we're just waiting for this wind to die down tomorrow, and we're gonna get right back on. With the, you know, we probably got ten boats out right now. We're gonna fight the wind, but you know, at least they're catching fish. Yeah, well, that's that's the main thing. Uh, what about arrivals? Have you seen any uh, ducks coming in? Or we gotta oh, wait for another God. moon? Or we just went through we a got, full moon cycle? We got. Gadwalls and widgeons, we got everything coming. Everything is, you know, they they pouring in here. So it's good, but uh, we got a little bit of bad news. We lost Logan this week. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been sick of the dog. All, I mean, just sick over it, but, you know, it, it happens. Uh, right yeah. before duck season, that's a bad thing to lose somebody, you know, a part of the family, but, uh, I mean, that's, that dog's legendary. <laughs> So, yes, she is, and uh, well, at least she got in her last teal season, and you know, it, uh, I guess it beats the alternative of getting all crippled up and not being able to go. You know how she was when everybody was leaving, and she got left. She was not a happy camper. Oh, so. yeah, no. At least she went you know, out. CJ, she went out hunting. Yeah. Yeah, CJ got, was a user this year, and that was probably gonna be her last year. But you know, we'll deal with it and, and keep going. Kenley will be in the blind with me every year, this every week this year. So it's good. You know, we'll. We'll survive it. <laughs> yeah, and always tough dogs. losing a dog. Always tough. Oh yeah, but the pintails, you know, they they started coming in with the teal, but but now we got big swaths. I'm surprised the guy, uh, the the widgeon, you know, the big big flocks of widgeons. So the teal, you got teal here now. <laughs> well, uh, you know, this could be great. a big uh, rebounding year for Louisiana if we, you know, have the vegetation, if we got the food, because. All of that stuff that goes on up the flyway, they didn't get it all planted in time with all the flooding they had. So, you know, this might be a nonstop yeah. flight all the way down. Yeah, they tried to plant three different times. It got ruined every time. So uh, I noticed uh, on the Internet they had uh, 60,000 birds. They thought it was a fire up there on the radar, and they, they called to see what was going on. They said, no, they were just on the bird count. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. You know, they mistook it for a flyer. There's so many ducks in there. That's, that's good news. Yeah, uh, I hopefully like that. they'll end up down here. Yes, yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll get them. We'll get them. It'll be nice. Yep. But, uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm super ready. I'll catch him up. Yep. <laughs> Y'all catch them up down there, and uh, that water should be pouring out of there pretty soon. And, you know, it's supposed to get back to regular old south wind and, you know, normal well, it's going to switch to the west so after a while, so hopefully it won't be too hard a west wind, but it, it'll blow that water out of my marsh. So let that river flush it out, and we'll be good to go. All sounds good. Somebody want to get a hold of Cajun Fishing Adventures? Uh, you got a beautiful website. By the way, you got an updated website, man. You got some good looking yeah, stuff. Yeah, we there. did everything. Yeah, it's coming out nice. Uh, they can go to CajunFishingAdventures.com and check out that website, or or they could call me direct at 504-559-5111. Oh, by the way, I got my uh, my my Tacticam shotgun camera. They they sent oh, me. Oh, did you? They sent and? me one. Yeah. Well, I haven't tried it yet. I just got it yesterday, so we'll we'll give them we'll give okay. them another shot with it. But okay. uh, how's your footage looking in your on your oh, shot cam? I love it. I mean, I absolutely love it. It's uh, it's unbelievable. It's the best one I've seen as far as you know. When if they close, you can see eyes on it. You know, I, I've seen some shows we did that didn't get that close on some of the birds. So I'm really happy yeah. with it. Right. Yeah. Well, I should have kept that gun while I had it. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, also, make sure that, that the little orange cap is probably in your gun case for for it, so don't throw that away. Orange, orange cap. cap. Oh. Yeah, it's a little orange cap that goes over the top of the shot cam, and it's probably oh, okay. in your gun case. Right. Oh, I'll check it out. I'll find it. Okay, my friend. <laughs> See you next time. All right, buddy. Good. Yeah. It's what happens when you get your guy. Two people have the same gun case. You can end up swapping guns. I came home with his gun. He had mine. But we got it all back under control. All right, coming back. Wow, where did time go? We are about out of time. I got a few text messages to get to. If I don't get to your text, I'm sorry. There's so many of them come in. Don't have a lot of time. Want to tell you about Bayou Wild TV this week? Oh, you're going to love this show. And a few more details coming at you right after we pause for this quick break on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, got a text message in uh, from Lafitte. Someone said the water's about a foot and a half high, a lot above normal. There's a lot of lilies on the north end. Uh, watch you running. So be careful out there. No matter where you are, we've got some high water conditions. Uh, not only is it presenting problems on the water and in the parking lots of marinas, but some of the roads have a little bit of water on them. Uh, no road closures but just be careful when you're passing through some of those areas. And uh, some of our reporters brought up a good point. A lot of these areas, that water that's crossing those roads is very high salinity. I mean, it's almost pure salt water coming in. Other ones, it's um, kind of a mix of fresh and salt, brackish, and others, it's pretty much pure fi- uh, fresh water, but it can certainly uh, do some damage uh, for your vehicles all right got another text in says uh outlaws so many outlaws so many reasons the only common denominator i can see is a lack of respect for the resource well there's certainly that but you know to take that risk and go through all that trouble and then to brag on it you know that you killed this 10 point deer and you shined it with a light a thermal scope and from the highway out the window of a vehicle it's not really something to be proud of i guess they lie about it and continue that lie for their whole whole life never tell the story unless they get caught and we'll never run out of bad boys we've got them every week all right a little programming note next week we're going to be doing this program from slidell on old spanish trail if you can come on out say hello we're going to be at gus's tackle and nets on old spanish trail in slidell and we'll be there from five until nine keith lush is going to join me and we're going to be doing his special north shore fishing report from seven to nine and we'll do our regular program from five to seven and gus is going to have a lot of bargains out there just in time for fall fishing and hunting seasons all right speaking of more outdoors if you want to listen to that it's coming up in just a few minutes go to my website don doesn't get any easier it says how to listen to the more outdoor show click here boom and you're in uh, you can also go to radio.com, and you can also uh, check it out at uh, WWL 105.3 FM. It's HD radio. you got to have an HD radio. Most of the new vehicles have them. We're going to be talking about uh, several things, red snapper situation, also about the chronic disease, wasting disease testing is now going to be available to hunters on a voluntary basis if you want to get a deer you suspect checked out we'll tell you how to do that and also if you were tuned in uh, last week we were talking about the direction our next governor should take with our department of wildlife and fisheries to do a better job of managing our state resources and last week uh during the election day we we heard from you and you gave us a lot of information and suggestions and uh, we i have invited the two candidates for governor that are left for the runoff uh, eddie Rispone and the current governor uh, john bell edwards to listen to what those comments were from you they've got the links 
and then to come on this program on Saturday morning, November the 2nd, and address them and tell you what their plans are. I have uh, had Eddie Responi has confirmed he will be here at 7.30 that morning. I have yet to hear from uh, Governor Edwards' staff, so hopefully we'll hear from them. Uh, I'd love to hear what, what he's got to say as far as any changes or plans to improve the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. All right, that's going to wrap it up from here. Uh, be careful out there on those roadways with that high water. Uh, could be some uh, submerged logs and debris floating out there that was brought in, so be careful when you're on the waterways as well as the highways. Get out there and enjoy these great fall days in the outdoors. And come back and see us again next week. We say goodbye to our affiliate stations. We'll be back again on Friday, 5 to 7 every Saturday morning. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.